What's up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Y'all was a little delayed. We were, but we was on time. I mean, not really. Let's hop into it. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for tuning in today. On today's episode, I'm a little raspy, so we can get that out the way if that's what you noticed. But. <laughs> Um, we're going to hop into somebody else who, I mean, I guess I'm going to call her raspy too, because it was a bit, it was interesting. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about people who use God to curse other people. Mm-hmm. Now that, I mean, just in and of itself, you should know, like, that's not a godly thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like God ain't co-signing you cursing somebody else. Mm-hmm. It just Man. don't, it don't add up in no way, shape, form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to toss it to Lauren. Mm-hmm. He's going to give you specifics about. What I'm a little heated about. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw actually through someone's story, someone had posted this particular person. Um, I don't know their name, but I just know their last name. Uh, it's the, that man, Derek Jack's wife. Yeah, Derek. Mm-hmm. Is it Jackson? Jackson? Is it Jax or Jackson? I think it's Jackson. Her, it her, don't matter. It don't even matter. Her name is Danea. And then this story stems from, remember the guy who went and mm. he went live with his wife and he talked about cheating on his wife while but, on social media. Yeah, right. only because I think a side chick called him out. Correct. But correct. he is one of the relationship gurus. Right, which is why it went viral and he received so much backlash yeah. just because he's always giving women and men advice about their relationship. Which yes. is a whole nother podcast. Mostly condemning men though in his content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Yeah, so that's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. But all of this to say, it's the woman who had on the bonnet and in this video she also had on said bonnet. No. No, she, no, she, 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 she had her natural hair, hair out. Hair. She had her hair out. Oh. It you you can tell shape. we didn't fully watch the video through. We just kind of went. I did. Like you a, did? It you looked watched like it a bonnet? No, it was her No, hair. I think it was her. It was, it was, it was, it was the hair. same shape. It was in the shape of a bonnet. Yeah, it was the same shape. <laughs> it's okay. So, Get your friend. It was, it's okay. So, like, she, she probably had a bonnet on it <laughs> before. We get in this shape. It is shaped like that. I'm going to be quiet. Guys, yeah, we're not okay. bullying. Okay, yeah, this is just yeah. conversation. I'm trying to bring us back together, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, like, I was watching this video, and I guess someone had really made her upset. Like, clearly. I hope this doesn't. It probably will, but, you No, know. I mean, I don't think so. Because, I mean, she she's an inspiration to the episode. But, I'm, I mean, that, yeah. Anyway, so she, um, she decided nice in word. her... She just decided in her video that she was going to uh, curse people um, in the name of Jesus. And that to me was like um, unsettling because I don't know how those two words go together. Like how can or phrases go together? How can you curse someone in the name of Jesus? Like that that doesn't even align with the word of God. And so for me, it just it was a huge disconnect. And I hate that. In the end, this is really what troubled me. She began to reference scripture mm-hmm. to support how or why she was doing what she was doing. And she specifically talked about uh, the scripture that says, like, touch not my anointed, do my prophet no harm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is why context is so, so important, important when you're reading scripture, because I feel like if you see something, um, especially a video that that particular video, and you think that that's a representation of like our faith or you know, a representation of who Christ is and and how He stands in your life, then that is you're 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 missing the fact that that is a misrepresentation. Absolutely. And so for me, I I wanted us to bring it to the mics because I think it's important for us to talk about because it's not the first time I've witnessed that, right? 
it's not the first time I've witnessed someone saying this is going to happen to you in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, no, that's not true. Um, and I, I think it's 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 one thing to put on because I know she has her armor. You know, she said that in the in the video before that she has on the full armor of God. And I think that's great. But stick with that. If you got on the full armor, just use your armor, sis, you know, put your armor on. But like to be cursing people, you know, the Bible also says that, you know, and I'm not going to go on a tangent about this, but it was saying that, you know, you got to be careful with your words, you know, because it was saying how your words can be piercing, you know, and I don't think it's a mistake that God uses or in, in his word, he uses your mouth similar to the sword, you know? Um, and actually he says the word of God, he, what he was saying, the word of God, I want to make sure I'm not misquoting it. He was saying, we might have to cut this part out. It's okay. Keep going. No, I literally just had it on my tongue. God dang it. Are you talking about putting on the armor of God? Is that the scripture you're referencing? Yes. Yes. And the word is the sword. The word is the sword. Right. That's what, that's the part I was, I, couldn't get it out. But anyway, he was saying that the word is, is a sword. And I think that it's not a mistake that he compares the word of God with the, with the sword. Because if you think about a sword, a sword isn't just out here, right? Like if you see a sword, usually a sword is encased. Mm-hmm. It usually has something that encases it. And when you're ready to use the sword, you remove it out of its case. Mm-hmm. The same thing with your words. Your words are encased. They're encased in your mouth and they're encased in your mind. And so I don't think that it's it's an accident that God compares, you know, the word to a sword because he was saying you have to watch you. First of all, you have to remember what your sword is encased in. You got to spot the Bible say you got to monitor your thoughts. You know, you got to cancel out imaginations because if you don't, when you open your mouth, that sword can be like piercing. You can literally begin to start saying things that, like I said, is a misrepresentation or saying things that are hurtful and and just not true. Yeah, I was going to say, even in reference to that scripture, uh, the when you read through it, the putting on the full armor of God, technically, or whatever, that you may stand against the enemy is what that scripture is kind of talking about. And like in context for that, when it talks about the word, it's also talking about the word of God. And so even in using that sword, you're supposed to use it in the correct way. Right. And to Lauren's point, it's a misrepresentation. Um, the interesting thing, if you go back and you watch the video, is the things, the curses that she's saying are actually from a scripture. Mm-hmm. There's a specific scripture where there's a certain sect of people who are being cursed. Mm-hmm. And it's from Old Testament. It's something that is not the dispensation that we are in. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me that in so many ways, I'm like, okay, I understand you're hurt. People have harmed you and you want to see them done wrong. Right. But the God that you serve still loves those people. Right. So I think um, so like we're going to keep it on the script, the, you know, scripture spectrum. Like in Luke nine, there's just an example where there are two disciples where something happens to them and they literally go to God and they're like, God, should we call down fire from heaven um, to consume them just as Elijah did? And he's like, no, that is not what you do. 
You know, so I think it's going back to the context point. Like you can pull scriptures out of the Old Testament, New Testament, wherever you want to pull them from. But it's important that you honor, you know, the word in its entirety as to how God presented it. Yeah. You know, and don't be guided by your emotions when mm-hmm. you're trying to pat a point. Or I could never use scripture to harm someone. Mm-mm. Scripture is so powerful. It's so beautiful. It's changed my life. What do I look like as a Christian trying to use scripture to condemn or cause harm to you? When yeah. vengeance is his. That's, At the end of yeah. the day, Woo. there's nothing that I could do in my flesh. I mean, in my flesh, there's a lot I probably want to do. You put hands on Right. People. But mm-hmm. that's not the way that we should do it. Right. And I also think, like, it's been really, like, I don't want to say strange, but there's also been other situations where we'll send, I sent something to you all. And I'm like, do y'all see what she said? And you're thinking, like, this per- these people have, like, huge platforms. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, encouraging people of the word, supposedly, but misleading them. Mm-hmm. And it's Oof. a danger, you know? That's why it's always important to have a personal relationship. Right. And that's honestly, y'all, and we t- I say this, I give my girls all the flowers in the world. Because the same women that you hear on this podcast, I get to do life with them. They're the same women women outside of you know a show or instagram like when i'm crying and i need somebody to pray for me it's not them putting on a show it's real Mm -hmm. and they're able to like feed my spirit um pun intended but you know it's just a beautiful thing so just make sure that you're what what does the word say try to spirit by the spirit yeah yeah and when you know and you hear something and it doesn't sit right with you that's that's the holy spirit telling you that right red flag exactly yeah I love the fact that you, because that's literally the scripture that came to my mind is when the Bible says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay. And so I felt like in that instance, you took control or, right. or tried to take right. control in the name of Jesus, which right. to me was kind of wild, you know, instead of allowing God to take or allowing God to whatever God needs to do to them for them to, I guess, kind of understand that you don't come after his people, then let God do that. And right. sometimes it's not in the time that you think it mm-hmm. would be. Um, but and, and not saying that she put a time on her curses, but to me it was just it was just not giving what they said what it was supposed oh, to give. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the crazy thing is it's so interesting that you and Denise mentioned that scripture because I literally have been sitting in that space of vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And one of the things that God was revealing to me is that His vengeance doesn't look like our vengeance. Yeah. No. God's vengeance is Him robbing the kingdom of darkness. And bringing people into light. Come on. So vengeance for God is not, I'm going to strike them down with sickness. I'm going to strike them down with with divorce. I'm going to strike them down with all of the things that you are calling out that you want to happen to these people. No. God literally robs the kingdom of darkness by giving people revelation, by showing them light, by giving them evidence and revelation of who he is through other people. That's vengeance in God's eyes. By taking a person from Satan, allowing them not to be used in their mind, in their emotions, in their desires, and all of those things by the enemy. Right. That's vengeance in God's eyes. So what you are calling for is sending them further into darkness and the vengeance that God gives pulls them into the light. Yeah. So what you're asking God to do or what you're saying God is going to do to them typically is the complete opposite, which is why when people you're you're the villain in somebody's story, no matter who you are, there mm-hmm. is somebody on this planet who says Charday did me wrong? Charday mm-hmm. didn't do X. Charday didn't do Y. Da 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 da. And in their you probably mind, probably didn't do that. But in their <laughs> mind, didn't. yeah. But in their mind, probably right. didn't. But yeah. in their mind, I'm the villain. Yeah, I'm the villain. 
And so when they're looking at me and they're like, God, you know, God, get her for doing X, Y, and Z. And they see me being blessed and they see me whatever, not realizing that God is maturing me to get to those blessings. Right. Not realizing that God is changing my mind and my wills and my desires, which is vengeance. Right. Which is him robbing the enemy of the thoughts that the enemy was placing on me or, mm-hmm. or all of the things that I may have done to cause you in your mind what was harm. So I think... That's something we have to realize, too, is like in every in every person is a villain in somebody's story. And God loves you enough to mature you out of whatever it is that you may or may not, mm-hmm. to Ayanna's point, have done right. um, and bring you closer towards him. And that's vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> that whole <laughs> I remember when, you know, our group chat, y'all sent it and I saw the video. I was like, I already saw this. You know, oh. I saw it earlier. And I remember just not even watching the whole thing because I was like, I was really, it bothered my spirit. You was taking a Like I was sitting there listening and I was like, (laughs) and I just swiped away because I was like, is she really doing this? It sounded demonic. It It really And you know what? If we want to go there, because I don't think Christians really think, because, because we are believers in Jesus and we've been born again, you can still be influenced by the enemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're these perfect people and we just, you know, because in those moments where your flesh is, you know, just on a hundred and you're not yielding to the spirit, you are being influenced by the enemy. Yeah. And I I think, I think the biggest thing, like y'all know how I feel about words and speaking and speaking life. It bothered me to the core basically because I was like, okay, I understand that you may be hurt. I, and this is in general. I'm saying this to anybody. You may be hurt. You may feel some type of way. You may have had people talk about you on a now. For them, it, it was a, it's a very yeah, public, of course, like platform. a global like scale. They, they right. went viral. Of you course. know, for them, it's a little different. But for us, we can we go viral in certain ways, many ways mm-hmm. of of your circles or whatever. If someone was talking about you or whatever, right? I understand all those things. However. Like, I think you got to get to a, I think one of you guys mentioned it, like you into a place of maturity where it's like, I know for me, I've gotten talked about, people have said things. I have, I remember a couple of years ago, someone's mother <laughs> basically tried to curse me, you know, because they said I did something which I didn't do and all that type of stuff. And they were demonically influenced. <laughs> and for me, I know in that space, um, you know, you want to retaliate or whatnot, but I'm like, no, for what? Like, for what? Right. Why would I put my energy and even my words on, you know, let me, I'm just going to pray for you because I recognize the spirit. Mm-hmm. I recognize what was behind that. that. Mm-hmm. I recognize the anger. I re- recognize what was going on. So, okay, cool. But I'm, I'm going to do what I do. Like, so for me, when I saw that video, I was like, so what happened to praying for people? What happened to praying about your own relationship? She was. She was P R E Y. That's good, Lauren. <laughs> that, that's really what it was. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, so that that's how you choose to put your energy and use your words. Mm. You want to smite people. You want to cast them down. You want to, I pray that you, you, you know, like you have famine in your life and all that. I'm like, that's what, what we doing? Like, yeah. It, it, it just, I was, it just gave us a bad, like, I was talking to my it husband. Did. Go ahead and say it. It it gave us a bad rep. It it and and uh, I I said I've said this to you guys. I feel like I've said it publicly, and I'll say it. I do not care. 
sometimes I don't want to call myself a Christian because of how Christians act. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to my husband literally about this last night. I was like, I, I, you know, Christianity, the title of Christianity, I'd rather say I have a relationship with God. Because yeah, the people way don't, people don't want to be Christians because Christians don't look like yeah, Christ. Because I'm like, you sit first of all, that Bar. video, that video went viral. It was on the shade room, it was on a whole bunch of places. And then you're sitting there, it has so many young adults now that are struggling when it comes to their identity and who they are, even believing God, people turning away from the church and all of that, and they see that mess. Yeah. What kind of representation is that? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me if I do one thing wrong, you're gonna curse me in the name of Jesus, and that's how it works. I would be like, I don't want to be a part of that. Of course. It's like you're you're casting witchcraft on me, basically. Yeah. Like, why would you even choose to use your energy as a person with that? You might be angry, but take that anger and turn it into prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, take that anger and ask God to work on your heart. Because obviously something's going on internally for you to even want to put that type of energy out. Right. You work on your heart. You work on your relationship with you and your husband. And y'all pray for the people out there. And you pray how you can even turn and make a different impact in this right. world. Right. So. right. It also reminds me of the scripture that says, you know, there will be many people that said, Lord, Lord, you know, mm-hmm. and it says, I never knew you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Like, what are exactly. we doing here? So yeah. it's just... um. I know if anybody, you know, if you've seen that video, if you continue to see things that are making you feel like, man, like Christians ain't Christians. Like, I understand. Yeah, I understand. But don't let that turn turn you away from your relationship with God. You continue to work and cultivate on your relationship with God. Yes, I'm a Christian, but I ain't the same Christian as some of these people. Like and yeah. and, and being a Christian ain't that right. Like at I'll all. just say straight up. It ain't that. And it ain't how a lot of people are acting out here. Yeah. So I think too that in, in a positive, I think seeing that video made me not not that I even like talked about you know her and her husband. I thought it was unfortunate how things played out, um, but um, to me, it wasn't my business or wasn't my interest. Mm-hmm. But I will say when I did see that video, um, for me, it made me pick up my Bible to re- reread scriptures that combated anything that she tried to put out there mm-hmm. against um, not that honestly, the crazy thing is like I was hearing all the things that she was saying, cause she was going in. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, in me hearing the things that she said for me in that moment of me feeling um, the way that I was feeling when I was listening to it, I felt like nothing that she said um, resonate had, with you or had an effect mm-hmm. on me personally mm-hmm. I, Not a, I can't i can't speak for someone else who may have heard the video maybe mm-hmm. they they fell in a felt an effect of uh i guess in in what she was saying but for me it had no effect Mm-mm. and it uh, it kind of reminds me too of like that that story in the bible where we were saying you know there was a the prophet he was he was prophesying and he was casting out demons mm-hmm. and um then some people saw what he was doing and then they tried tried to, to but they couldn't right mm-hmm. And they was like, look, um, we know who, who he is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Paul, we know. <laughs> right. <laughs> who right. are you? Who are you? Jesus, right. we, we know. know. Right. <laughs> but, but, but who are you? Who are you? Exactly. <laughs> and then proceeded to leap onto the people who were trying to cast them out. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, in, in that instance, I, 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 my heart went out to her, number one. Because, Ayana, you mentioned this before. It's like for you to mentally be in that place. Like I tell people all the time, I say, I think about the process. Like, sis, set up a camera. 
Sis, <laughs> like seriously, sis, set up she a camera. Sis is hurt. She's hurt. That she part. Is. Yeah. That part. So I'm like, for you to go through that whole process of putting that out there, you wrote a caption, you hit send. Like you have to be literally in a place that is not healed yet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes if you focus so much on the hurt, you miss the healing. Mm-hmm. And so for me. I think if she had kind of used that same level of energy, that same strong motive, because she was motivated. She was. Like, if she had used all of that toward her healing process, I think it could have benefited her more. Absolutely. Because to, listening to how you just broke that down, imagine if it were to get to a point where they have a healed marriage. And now they could could literally speak into someone's life about mm-hmm. how to overcome certain things mm-hmm. within your marriage. But now you're you're fighting for I don't know what your she was fighting for. I can't say that. I don't know if it was the image or I don't know what somebody said to her that triggered that. I don't know. Yeah. But because you aren't healed now, you know, you're not able to really speak life. It's literally you are speaking death and condemning and just being evil. But I just literally found a scripture. It literally says Luke six and it's 28. It says, bless those that curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. How do you think you cursing somebody when the the word clearly tells us when somebody curses us, we're supposed to pray for those people. Yeah. Yeah. The word also says, and this is an old Testament. I don't know. I didn't, I should have looked it up, but I didn't, but it literally, the Lord says, I will fight for you. Yeah. I need you to just be still. That's literally what it says. You know, so misstepping, especially in your hurt, your trauma, your pain, it doesn't, you know, it's going to taint your message, even if it was pure, because it's now through a broken lens. You know, yeah. you can't, it's a, yeah. a skewed vision of what it was that you were trying to say. Yeah. 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 And in layman, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, in layman terms, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. yeah. Right. And heal people heal people. I yeah. think. One of the things that it brings up and just this episode in general, the whole in Jesus name, like what we're doing in Jesus's name. I know for me, like there are times when if I feel like I'm off, I don't want to say nothing to nobody. That part. I'm just going to be quiet. True. And I feel like sometimes we have to learn to allow God to process things through us before we try to present it to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes as Christians, we don't allow that. I think especially when you have a platform or if, you know, you're in a public space or something like that, you feel this need to show up and say and do or whatever. But I think that it's important that if you aren't right mentally, spiritually, emotionally, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take a seat and allow God to pour into you. It's okay to say nothing. And I think that this is an example to show all of us, like (laughs) to Lauren's point, like you literally had to set the camera up. Yeah, the process. You had to take your bonnet off. All mm-hmm. of those that part, things. Yeah. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> she ain't letting this bonnet go, y'all. I just, I just knew sis had the bonnet <laughs> on. <laughs> but all that to say, while doing all of that, how can I And that's it? if she did it in one take. Because that looked like that was about two or three takes. <laughs> In doing all of that, I'm trying to figure out how to say what I'm trying to say. When you have a relationship with God and God wants you to do something in his name, there is pressure that is applied from your spirit into your physical body, into your thoughts, all of those things that cause you to do it. I know that because there have been times when I I, I didn't want to post a video. I didn't want to do nothing. And it's like God is like literally like on my nerve, like finger in pressure point. Like yeah. you need to do this until I do it. Same scenario on the opposite end of the spectrum. When I ain't supposed to be doing something, 
the Holy Spirit yeah. is on my nerve. Like, uh-uh. uh-uh. Yep. Stop it. Put it down. Don't say that. Delete Don't go it. there. Delete it. Don't do this. Don't do that. And so a part of me is like, if you have a relationship with God and you are about to do something that you quote unquote say is in his name, God is either co-signing and validating what that thing is, or he's saying that ain't got nothing to do with me. It's are you hearing and are you listening? And for her to go through all of that and set it up, it reminds me of something else that I saw on social media. And a person literally was like, you did all of that and you didn't hear God say, don't post this. And I feel like sometimes we we miss what God is telling us to do. And we do things in his name that God is like, I have absolutely nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with that. that. Mm-hmm. So um, our really good friend, Grace, she has a great analogy. I think she actually gave it to you, Lauren. But she literally was like, you know, like when you're yielding, like say there's oncoming traffic um, to your left, right? And cars are just flying and you're yielding to get ready to merge into the lane. And it's like, oh, I'm ready to go. Nope, it's not safe. Oh, it's not safe. Oh, it's not safe. That's like the Holy Spirit. Like, don't go, don't go. But if you decide, if you should decide that you're going to merge anyway and not pay attention to whatever that oncoming traffic is, you're designated for disaster. That accident is Mm going to happen. And it wasn't because the Holy Spirit wasn't speaking to you and talking to you because you knew you shouldn't have went. But because you decided to do it on your own, now here we are. In an accident. Yes. Calling an insurance company. And other people are involved. It's not just you. Paying more out of pocket. I was going to add one one um, thing as well. Uh, Denise, you had mentioned um, not too long ago just now about, you know, being still. And um, it made me think about the fact that sometimes when you are faced with things that are uncomfortable, like what she's possibly going through with her, her family and her marriage, it's not comfortable. It's probably I know it's not something she's asked for. You know, you've married this guy who has this platform He's done something that has hurt you, you know, um, and and now you're forced. It seems like you're forced to respond. And um, I love what you said, uh, you know, about being still, because what I've realized is that when things are still, they're still never still. If that makes any sense. So it's almost like if you think about a body of water, um, have you ever like been in, in an area where you see a body of water and everything just seems calm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like nothing's moving, but at the same time, everything is moving. moving. And I feel like that's the beautiful thing about stillness is that you have the peace of God to understand that even in me not moving, even in me not saying anything, even in me not reacting to something that it seems like I should react to, that God is still moving. Like God is still working things out. And so then you'll eventually get to a point where you'll look up and you'll say, what happened to the noise? What happened to all of these things that people were saying to me? You know, what happened to like, you know, people comments, it'll fade away. Yeah. And to be honest, prior to her releasing this video, it had faded Faded away. away. Like, and I don't know, I don't know about her particular area. I don't know, you know, in whatever region they're in, if that was the case if people were still mentioning their names or whatever. But my thing is, I know in the public sense, I I ain't heard about no nobody Jackson, right. uh, so Michael, you know, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. But anyway, so my thing is, is like, I feel like sometimes embrace the stillness, like embrace the fact that if I just release this, yeah. I know things are still going to move. Because one thing the Bible says is like, we have seasons. And seasons change. So whether you decide to say something or not, God is going to transform and move 
it to however it needs to be for your healing because that's his word. He said he's created you to prosper, you know, to be in good health. Yeah. You know, that ain't healthy if you're not healed and whole and like, so, you know, I just think sometimes we have to lean into just knowing that God's really working things out for our good. Yeah, yeah I agree. Amen. Amen. I think the only other thing I want to add about in Jesus name is sometimes when we pray, I think, when you're praying and you're not in alignment with what it is that God wants, that's not a prayer. And I think sometimes even because you're just saying in the name of Jesus and you're asking God to co-sign something, if it's not in alignment with what his will is, mm-hmm. then that's not a prayer. That's good. Um, and I feel like for our listeners, I pray that in this season you practice praying the word of God. I know one of the things, and it's crazy. My therapist told me this the other day. Y'all know I've been loving therapy. Okay? I was like, what's her name? <laughs> I was giving it out on Instagram, and she was like, please stop sending people to me. And I was, Ooh, like, I, I was she, like, what you mean? She could tell us, though, off off mm. the line. I can tell y'all. She was like, um, she was like, I just started getting all of these referrals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, um, she was like, I technically can't practice for such and such and such and I was like oh okay I'm sorry um but anyways this neither here nor there but I am loving therapy she was saying to me um she was asking me about like my prayer life and different things like that and she was like I feel like she said you're in a space where God is speaking to you she said but it's almost like God starts talking and you dive into water And she was like, and it's literally like he's talking and you can hear him, but you can't hear him clearly Clearly. because you've intentionally like submerged. Yeah, submerged yourself into something else. Like, all right, you know, I'm going to hear what you're saying in a second. And she said in doing that, you're you may be praying about things or asking God things, but they're completely contrary to what he's asking for you to do or what he's wanting for you. And she said, sometimes we get into this space where the prayer needs to be, Lord, make my desire your desire. Yeah. Help me to want for myself what you want for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that my prayer will be from a posture of agreement. Yeah. And when the word of God talks about, you know, or two or more agree and touch on anything, then it shall be done. And she said, what the word is really talking about is like your agreement with God is the green light to go forward. Mm-hmm. That. In your prayer life, it is always this tandem, this dance around you and God being in agreement about what has already been established for your life. You have free will and you can do whatever you want to do, but it's God's hope that you would choose what it is that he desires for you, the very best yes of your life. So I just pray that if you're listening to this episode and you've been praying and you feel like God is not answering your prayers the way that you want them to be answered, that maybe in this season, your prayer should be, Lord, make my desires your desires. Help me to want for myself what you want for me, not my will, but your will be done. Father God. So in Jesus name. Amen. Yes. Anything else, guys? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, we thank you guys for listening to us today. We pray that if there was something that was said that blessed you, that you'll reach out. Or if you have a question, we would love for you to send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. If you are not connected with us on social media, make sure you do that at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook and at Save Girl Secret No S on Twitter. We love you guys. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. Bye.